Naperville continues to receive accolades for its amenities, great schools, businesses, and restaurants. But those things don't happen by accident. It's through meticulous planning by the city, thoughtful discussion with commissions and council, and the desire to continue positive growth that makes Naperville a desired destination to live, work, and play. Today's guests will share with me what's happening in Naperville so you're in the know. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust. Thank you all so much for being here today. So we're going to talk about our great city of Naperville, right? Um, a lot going on. So proud to be here. I think we were just named the ninth safest city in the country, um, which I, I'm always proud when I see those stats come out. But what I'd like you to do is just share a little bit about your role in the community. So Bill, I'm going to start with you. Sure. Thanks, Nikki. I'm the Director of Transportation Engineering Development for the city of Naperville. Uh, basically, I'm a liaison between our staff and the city council, and we tackle everything related to new development mm. and planning and also engineering and uh, transportation improvements. Great. Great. Thank you. Christine. So I'm president of the Naperville Development Partnership. The Naperville Development Partnership is what they call a P3, a public-private partnership between the city, all of the government agencies, and the business community. So this group sitting here today is, is probably a group that I see on a very regular basis because our work directly with the TED department, with the city manager's office, and the Chamber of Commerce is all very, very strong, and I think the support that we get from each other. We also run the Visitors Bureau for Naperville, and we run the restaurant marketing through the SICA program, and uh, we hope through those efforts, it also raises the bar on our economy. Thank you. Doug. I'm uh, Doug Krieger. I'm the Naperville City Manager. Uh, I've been city manager for about 10 years. Uh, role of city manager is really one of uh, general operational responsibility for all city functions, uh, including, as what Bill mentioned, the Transportation Engineering Development Department, finance, police, fire, public works, IT, um, all of the operations of the city. Uh, the mayor and city council set policy and direction, uh, and I and uh, my great staff take that and convert it to action. So you don't really have a down day. No down days. <laughs> and no day, is, uh, no day is planable and no day is like the last day. I hear you. So let's talk about there's always something going on in this community. Um, I'd love to know when you kind of look back on this last year, what are you most proud of in, in our community? I'm going to look at you, Mr. Krieger. All right. <laughs> you know, um, what I'm most proud of is, is a lot of uh, what people won't really see. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's really the city staff and, and what people do behind the scenes. Um, uh, city residents get to interact with the city typically when they have a problem, uh, but the other 99% of the time uh, when things are rolling and working well, um, our staff I think does a fabulous job uh, really keeping the problems away. When problems do arise, uh, I, I think we do a great job kind of addressing those and handling those for the community. We don't always tell people what they want to know and they don't always get their way, 
but we always strive to explain to them why we're doing what we're doing. Great, great. Christine? I think mine would be, um, once again, for the second year in a row, Naperville has the highest retail sales. Uh, that means $30 billion in retail sales throughout the community. Now that's not the sales tax, but it does affect obviously the sales tax and the home rule tax. So being number one outside of the city of Chicago is pretty substantial. We don't have a regional mall, but we are number one in food categories, uh, both grocery as well as dining. Um, we're proud of that because we run the restaurant marketing <laughs> and uh, auto sales number one throughout every municipality outside of Chicago and uh, home improvement and it's interesting when you look at those types of, of things I, I often laugh and say well we're pretty low on the um, health care and on um, pharmaceuticals and that. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that, Nikki. <laughs> Family business. Wah, wah. But yeah. <laughs> However, it kind of points to we're a healthy population. And so, you know, seeing the different areas where people enjoy the entertainment area. But $30 billion in sales, and that translates into a substantial amount of income that's not coming from property tax. And so I always tell people, if you don't think buying your car local or buying your groceries somewhere in Naperville has an effect on you, it absolutely goes right back into your own pocket when it comes to property tax. Right. So Completely. really proud of that number and uh, you know, we hope to maintain it. It's, it's always exciting when we see our numbers. Chris, yeah. Christine really likes that because um, <laughs> in the history of Naperville, uh, we were second to Schomburg all the way up through the last recession, uh, you know, the 2007 to 2009. And coming out of the recession, uh, we came out ahead of them and really haven't given up the lead since. That, so, you know, it's interesting. Not that we're competitive. Not no, we're not. <laughs> None of us here are competitive, I'm sure. I know one, in the last week I've, I've had some interactions with people, not from Naperville, and they said, oh, I love coming to Naperville to shop. Like, I go there all the time. I, I was kind of surprised to hear because these are people that live closer to other shopping, potential shopping options, and they love coming to Naperville, and they say it's just the diversity of restaurants and, and shopping that you have there, so kudos. Well, and the other kudos. thing is you have a, you know, everybody's talking experiential, and we'll probably get into that a little bit, and by experiential, you can't just have retail stores. You need to have other draws, otherwise they'll sit on the computer and order things. You have to have something that brings them out. And I always say Naperville, especially the downtown, has been organic in that. So when you look at how the shift has been through retail and why our downtown has been so successful, you just need to look at the Riverwalk, the libraries, City Hall, uh, the Township Office, the Century Walk, all of those are experiential and they're already in place. We didn't have to sort of the make them up or, yeah, the beach right. and, and that. So I think that has been probably our, our salvation as the economy starts to, to change towards great. retail. Great, Bill. You know what, you talk about the downtown and I think we've had some great uh, redevelopments in the downtown in the last year. <laughs> and really the process that we had to go to get to get to that point, uh, I look at the old Nichols Library, and it was uh, kind of a divided thing. Mm -hmm. People said keep it, and others said, you know what, it needs to be redeveloped. And they worked. It was through a very long process, but through that process, I think they came up with a better product at the end. And it was even something that the people that wanted to save the building, it, the building was saved, but when they looked at the new building around it, 
they're like, it really looks great. I mean, when you hear people that were against it saying it at the end, that really turned out nice. That's what really makes you proud is when you see that uh, yeah. sort of results. Yeah, I completely agree. You know what always interests me is our community, I think, the challenges, um, it's a question mark in my head. We had a little less than 12% of people show up to vote at our last election. Is Do you think that's complacency? Like, it's great. Like, everything's running fine. I don't need to worry about that. I, I don't know. I Like, I'm so shocked because half of me goes, it's because you want to keep it great. You want to go out and vote. But I, I was just really surprised. And I think when you said, People, you know, people don't talk about their their situations that are great. We hear from them when things are bad. And do you think that that's maybe the same with the, the election? I don't know. I just kind of thought of that as we were chatting. I, I actually think uh, you're partially right. If you want to get people uh, out in droves to vote, uh, you give them giant problems, mm. um, whether it's gangs or guns uh, or drugs. And when people are fed up, uh, and, and they want to look for a change, uh, they'll come out to vote. Uh, when people are uh, pleased with how things are going, uh, and I think uh, we would really fall into that category, um, I, I think they feel less less inclined to go out there to make a change. I just thought it was interesting, and, and I mean, we live in a great community, right? Everything's fine, I don't have to worry about it. Uh, what I want to shift to next is, uh, we recently learned that a couple of businesses are making their home here in Naperville, which is great, congratulations. Um, can you all kind of talk to me about what that process looks and how you're all involved from the time a company reaches out, and I would imagine either you reach out to them or they reach out to you and say, hey, I'm interested like what does that process look like and then the redevelopment I know it's complicated but if you could distill it down well we'd like to say it's not complicated <laughs> yes. it's very customer friendly the path to and, yes yes path to yes I'll start and then of course Bill's Bill's office takes over so our relationship is such that if a company is looking for a location or they're sort of initiating contact with the city the TED department will say start with the Naperville Development Partnership and with that Bill's team coordinates with us. So when somebody's coming in, they may be looking for a location. So our office maintains a, uh, I'll say fairly expensive, but very detailed database of all available properties, small and large, uh, in basically all 15 million square feet of office and, and all the retail. So once we're at that point, the Neighborville Development Partnership courts a great relationship with commercial brokers. We want them to let we want them to let us help them to bring their their client in. So recently, on both the recent transactions, we're talking about Papa Nicholas moving its headquarters here, as well as uh, Fluid Air leasing a, a hundred thousand square foot space. Bill's team will walk through the building with me on site with the business and the commercial broker and. There's been times where Bill has whipped out of his suit, kind of like a superhero, <laughs> thrown on his boots and, and walked through a swale to decide whether or not this was going to affect an incoming business out on Frontenac. I don't know if you remember, remember doing remember that. that. Yeah. Yes. And um, so truly, even smaller businesses, when they feel that kind of reception and customer service, I've heard over and over that the only time we usually see city officials is, is when they're going to complain to us or 
the only time I've met the mayor in my previous community uh, was never, or maybe when I was leaving. And here, we really like to welcome our businesses. And uh, the TED group is amazing, but how we work hand in hand. So then it gets to your department. So basically, we have a couple of different paths. If someone has a parcel and they want to do something with it and they're not even sure exactly what, uh, we hold a concept meeting with them. Basically, we, they come in and say, we're interested in doing maybe this or that. And we will give it to all of our different departments a couple of weeks ahead of time. And they will send a representative, well, people from fire and the utilities and planning and engineering. And the best thing is when the petitioner comes in, we give them one point of contact. We give mm -hmm. them, here's your project manager, here's the only phone number you need to remember. And then that person, all the information flows through that person. Wonderful. Well, we're going to continue this conversation. We'll be right back. Naperville Bank and Trust has the expertise, knowledge, and experience to help you reach your business goals. We would prefer to work with somebody like Naperville Bank and Trust. They're engaged in the community, they're able to help meet our financial needs, they understand us as a business. They provide all the tools that you would ask uh, that we as a growing business need of a bank. Most importantly to me, it's a, a great personal relationship we have with Tom and John and, and our bankers. It was the best thing we could have done in banking. And banking can be very cold. What the bank brings to us is, is that warm feeling when you come into the bank and people say, hi, Greg. It's about being part of the community again, about being a name again, about having credit for who your business is instead of just being well, instead of just being a number. Naperville Bank and Trust. Bring it home. In Naperville, we know that community counts. In fact, it's in our name. As Naperville Community Television, we have the privilege of showcasing what makes this award-winning city a wonderful place to raise a family, to make a living, and to enjoy life's journey. That's why it's our mission to capture on camera those special moments that connect us, those stories that impact our lives, stories you won't see anywhere else. So watch Naperville Community Television on air, online, and on social media. So you all have been with the city of Naperville for a long time. We're very fortunate um, in that. So I'd like you, as you kind of look back, however far back you want to look back, what has been your biggest win and your biggest challenge? So Doug, I'll start with you. All right, biggest win. You know, we've, we've had a lot of them. Um, probably one that's uh, most visible to me uh, would probably be the redevelopment of Water Street. Mm. Uh, you know, in, in my view, uh, we took what was once the worst block in the entire downtown um, and turned it into what many consider to be uh, the best block. Um, it was not uh, an easy process. It was not a short process. It took, you know, seven years. It passed through a recession. Uh, but uh, I, I think Nick Ryan and Marquette 
really uh, did a nice job um, creating something and something unique for our downtown. Great businesses there, right? Mm -hmm. Great businesses there that are now part of our downtown. That's awesome. So, challenge? Uh, you know, I think challenges moving forward uh, from the development standpoint is really um, we're running out of green space. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have a lot of uh, corn and soybean fields uh, left uh, to develop. So, you know, a lot of the focus has shifted to redevelopment. Uh, and, and I think we've been very successful at that, but it brings, uh, it brings about kind of a new set of challenges. Uh, and um, keeping in the back of our minds, you know, what, what is not just what can go there, but what's right for the community. Um, and sometimes it takes patience, and, and patience is hard for some people. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, done a great job. Christine? Uh, I would go back quite a few years, and, and with Bill having been there also, but back in the late 90s, the city's the city's development process was incredibly cumbersome. And wasn't it wasn't the path to yes. Oh, there was no path. <laughs> it was a long was no trail path. of agony. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, part of that when I first got here and, you know, I had brokers saying to me, I will tell my office users not to look in Naperville because they'll never be able to get in in time. And so with that sort of alarming uh, thought process, we assembled the city team and a bunch of brokers and the one caveat from the real estate and development industry was we'll show up and we'll speak candidly if you promise something will be done because hmm. we're not going to just keep coming out for these I mean, so they did and so through that process the city re-examined the entire development process and it wasn't the fault of the employees the city of Naperville had just grown so quickly that the system had sort of failed the employees if you will and so that led to eliminating I don't know hundreds of steps in the process we had mapped about 150 steps and I right. think we reduced it to about 39 oh my god so that created the transportation <clears throat> engineering development and we always laugh it's also planning but the P is silent but the TED department is just incredibly robust and number one on their mind <clears throat> is customer service and how do we how do we streamline the process and now we guarantee 21-day uh, reviews and you know guarantees that really no other municipality is doing but it's such a great operation and so I think that working in tandem with the city and our commercial brokers to accomplish that has has been really change a big change for Naperville that's awesome yeah. what about your challenge uh, some of the challenges well the challenge obviously has been um, sort of the, the conversion. I would say the biggest challenge we have, a number of the larger office buildings, which uh, one housed Office Max and uh, Lucent Nokia has 1.5 million square feet and it, it's rather large. Uh, BP, rather large campus. And so as Doug pointed out, redevelopment is important, but where do we find these opportunities? So for Office Max and even ConAgra, people say, well, that building's been empty for so many years. Those buildings were actually still being leased by the companies. So when you look at the two former Dominic stores, one on 59 and one up on um, North Aurora Road, the one on North Aurora Road is being leased by Jewel by Albertsons and finally the lease 
expired on the one down south. So I would say my biggest challenge is having to wait out these leases while the buildings are empty to get to where we have now the Schumann, which is the most magnificent office building coming into the corridor, and it's the old Office Max building. So once they were done paying and Franklin Partners came in, it's going to be a whole new day for that building. So that's exciting. That's, that's the challenge, looking at an empty building, but knowing we can't put anybody in there because they're still leasing it. Yeah. Bill? I want to give you one answer for uh, both questions. Okay. Uh, okay. Basically, the widening of Route 59 from Interstate 88 to Aurora Avenue. How long was that project? Uh, about 15 years. I mean, when you, it, it wasn't 15 years of construction. I was thinking it was yes. about that long. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like 15. But no, actually, in the, in the late 1990s, we looked at it. Here's our road outside of Interstate 88 that carried the most cars in Naperville, and it was the most congested and terrible. And we started uh, going downstate because it's not a city street. It's the state of Illinois, Illinois Department of Transportation roadway. So we went downstate to Springfield and petitioned with them and said, hey, you've got to improve this roadway. And they said, get in a very, very long line. And uh, we used a lot of uh, political capital, but eventually we did get it uh, included with the capital bill and uh, getting it built and widened. Working with the businesses throughout that uh, was, again, yeah. a lot of great work with Christine yeah. because she knew who to contact. We were able to have meetings out in those businesses in their, in their buildings and mm -hmm. stuff. It worked out very, very well. It's a little couple of years of pain, but you know what? The end product, I just love that driving is. up and down there now. No pain, no gain. Yeah. Yes. Right? Definitely. Right? Yeah, that's that's awesome. And I know, I mean, it doesn't, that, that change doesn't benefit just Naperville. It mm -hmm. benefits so many people. So um, kudos. So let's talk about looking forward, right? Um, that's what it's all about. What's next? So as you look forward, um, what would you like to share with the community that's, that we might not know or that's happening um, and they might need to want to know a little bit more about. I'll start with you. Well, we do have, uh, I just sort of touched on the Schumann, which is the 263 uh, Schumann Boulevard building. And it is being brought up to full class A space. And sort of what we're addressing is the large, big campus users. You know, you've seen McDonald's and, and some of the others, uh, ConAgra move to a Chicago, downtown Chicago facility where they're a little bit smaller, more compact, and they're leaving these sort of mega campuses behind. And one of the things that we've been striving to do is to redevelop some of the vacant space into multi-tenant. Our multi-tenant does great. So the idea that everybody's moving out of the suburbs into Chicago really isn't reality. Um, however, there is a lot of synergies between the two. So the Naperville Development Partnership under Choose Naperville uh, campaign is reaching out and saying, you know what, we're rebranding Naperville where balance is the new hustle. And so, you know, open a satellite office here, or if you're here, you can open a satellite office in Chicago. But keep in mind, our a lot of our businesses are able to uh, bring in some of you are a little bit more seasoned. You're 30 to 35-year-old with one or two kids or kids on the way. And be a part of that. There is plenty of talent. We have seen that all of the young talent is not downtown Chicago. There's a tremendous amount of young talent right here in the suburbs. And once they have kids, they want to be at the ball game. They want to be at the recitals. They, you know, they want to be there. And so that's where we call it balance is the new hustle in Naperville. So we're encouraging downtown businesses 
to open up satellite offices here in Naperville, and we think the employees will help us sell that idea to their employers. Love that. Love yeah. that. What about you, Doug? Uh, you know, one uh, project uh, of significance, you know, over the next couple of years, and we started actually a couple of years ago, is really uh, the Fifth Avenue train station. I'm not district. familiar. The, um, uh, we, we've had a tremendous process to date. I, I can't recall uh, another development uh, that has had as much public participation. Uh, and we recently uh, got the green light. Uh, uh, for Ryan companies uh, to take all of the information that they've learned thus far and um, put it to paper uh, and, and come up with a single concept. Um, uh, very exciting for a number of uh, different uh, Naperville residents. I, obviously, um, you know, we need to address the concerns of the neighbors in the area, uh, but also hits, you know, all of the commuters who are down there. Um, you know, they're looking at uh, retail, they're looking at office, uh, looking at uh, redevelopment uh, of the uh, DuPage Children's Museum parcel, um, and uh, just a fabulous opportunity uh, to do something that has some wow factor there. Yeah, I agree. So here's something that I find interesting is I know that Ryan Companies has been amazing with having um, open house discussions mm -hmm. um, like they've always made themselves available and I know sometimes people say well I don't feel like my voice is heard where can they find out if if Ryan is going to to ask for community feedback about something is that something that's on the city of Naperville website because I know they've been wonderful about doing that but maybe people don't know where to go to find out how to have a conversation or how to learn more it, it is, okay. and, and if you go to the city website uh, and in the search bar, just type in um, Fifth Avenue. Perfect. Uh, I know we have one scheduled, Bill. I don't know if you have the date on. I think it's in September. Would be the it's about next the third week, week in September. Okay, yes. perfect. And you know, maybe the chamber too could be an extra voice to to let our community know. But I think they have been nothing but open to feedback, which I think is so great and says a lot about um, a developer. So I just want to make sure people know and don't feel like that, that they haven't. The opportunities are there. We just need to help direct them. I, I don't yeah. think anyone will accuse us of uh, rushing this process. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Um, Bill. You know what? Naperville is a very successful community, so people, they like to reinvest into it, even mm -hmm. though we don't have uh, corn and soybean fields anymore. People are looking at the existing uh, infrastructure and saying, you know what, I'd like to rebuild something here. So it's great. While I'm not going to give you any specific examples, uh, it just it's a great community to work in, uh, allows us to in innovate. Um, we've done our centralized traffic management system. We're on Washington Street now. Instead of running a morning and evening uh, program, we run that program. But we also have devices in the pavement to measure the traffic flow, so it can make adjustments to the flow. So having the ability to do that, we'll look and see if we can do that with other things, such as our commuter parking system and other uh, things to bring uh, great innovation to the city. Just going back uh, uh, several years, though, uh, the, the Naperville test track for the auto dealers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was something we were trying to get more auto dealers. and. You know what, when I look back at it, it's like uh, you need to build a test track. It's like, what? And, and you know what, we built a great facility, and I go back and I talk with my engineering friends, and it's like, 
and have you ever done a test track? And yeah. They're like, no, you know. <laughs> so it's just having the opportunity to do those really neat one-off projects is really exciting. And sometimes they come out of the blue, and we don't know about them until, until the last yeah. minute. So. Well, looking back, people probably don't realize all of those car dealers were landlocked, and they are our biggest tax mm -hmm. generator in the city, like 30% of our, our sales so, tax. Buy your cars here in Naperville. Buy your cars right. here in Naperville. Um, and so when we looked at the landlocked and the group coming in wanted to do an industrial park, we said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and it was actually one of my board members who said, get over here, I want to talk to the city and that. And that's where the idea started forming. But people don't realize that in the previous setup, yeah. all of those cars were being delivered on the, what are the car carriers, along Ogden Avenue. And there was no road behind there for the delivery and the ability to expand the dealerships and create new. So getting a city council behind an idea as unique as the test track, which is paid for every year, the maintenance, it, the city owns it, but the maintenance is paid for by the car dealers on an annual basis. They contribute to, to the awesome. uh, track. So, that's um, great. Well, really kind of all I can idea. say to all of you is thank you for creating a community that, that we can all be proud of. Um, the work that you guys do goes unnoticed sometimes, but um, I thank you for the work you do, and it's been a privilege to work with you guys, so thanks thank for being you. here today. Thank you for joining us for Inside the Chamber. We hope you found the information in today's program valuable. Please join us again for our monthly programs, and in the meantime, remember, when you're looking for a service or somewhere to shop or dine, think Chamber and visit Naperville.net to support the Chamber of Commerce and our business community. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust.